tax tax, which is always exciting. GST reform. That's a great idea. Um, more efficient tax. tax. Due diligence now. Hello, everyone, and welcome. You're listening to Tax Wrap, episode 36 this week. You're listening to Letty. Andy and Nath, how are we doing, guys? Oh, good, good, Nath. It's good to be here again. Now, this week we're going to talk about something that happened uh, way back in the budget time. This was a budget measure that was pretty much announced uh, down to the wire. It's the 5% tax discount for small business individuals. Now, this uh, is kind of tricky. It's a little bit difficult to understand. But if we frame it in a way that sort of offers a practical example, I think that will help. Now, uh, guys, I know one of my friends is thinking about starting up a business and he registered for his Australian business number um, and he's registered as a sole trader. Now, when I said to him, look, you may have access to a tax discount of 5% because you fit into that category because you were a sole trader and because presumably your annual income will be less than $2 million, you are a small business entity, then you have access to a 5% discount on your tax payable. So can we explain that in a little bit more depth, what applies and how this actually works? Sure, absolutely. First of all, we will talk about who's actually eligible. So you're right in saying to your friend that he may potentially be eligible, and that's because he is an individual taxpayer. So only individuals can get this tax discount. Companies can't get it. Small business companies already have their 1.5% tax cut that's that right. we've talked about before. Um, and partnerships and trusts can't get, get it in themselves, but as we'll see later on in this podcast, the individuals who receive income from those partnerships and trusts will be eligible for it. So basically, an individual taxpayer will be eligible for this tax discount if they are, as your, as your friend, is going to be a sole trader running what is called a small business entity. And an individual can also be eligible if they are taxed on income from a small business entity. In other words, if they are partner in a partnership or a beneficiary of a trust that is a small business entity. And, and distribute to them relevant income. Now, Andy, could you briefly explain to us what would constitute a small business entity? Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Letty. Um, small business entity, Nath, as you pointed out a little bit earlier, is you've got to have to, uh, turnover for the relevant period of less than $2 million. Uh, um, so we've talked about this um, in the last podcast as well. And that it's a very broad definition, so you also have to look at not only the income of the entity itself, but also any uh, what they refer to as connected entities, or also uh, other entities referred to as affiliates. So it's a very broad definition, and so it doesn't restrict itself purely to, to the entity that you're looking at alone. So for example, if business is being conducted from a partnership, you can't merely just look at the partnership, you've got to trace up uh, through that, uh, that chain to make sure that you identify these connected entities and or affiliates. Now, is there a cap on the amount that you can apply the discount to? Sure. Now, what's going to happen is the discount is actually going to be available as a tax offset. So basically for the individual taxpayer, they do their tax return, they work out the total tax payable on everything, and then they work out the offset to which they will be entitled under these uh, proposed rules. And they take that number off their total tax liability, basically. Mm -hmm. And the cap on that is $1,000 per person per year. Uh, this offset is what they, is going to be called a small business income tax offset. Now, it's a non-refundable tax offset, and so if you, if your tax liability is actually less than what you would be entitled to as the offset, then you can't get a refund. You just lose the excess. 
Yeah, and that, that might happen, Nathan, in a situation where you know you might be in losses or, or, or something like that, or or your taxable income is less than a thousand dollars. You won't you won't get back. You know, say for example, if it's seven hundred, mm -hmm. your tax liability, you won't. Absolutely. It gets reduced to zero, but you won't get back that additional $300. Yeah. Now, a practical yep. example of how that might happen is readers or listeners might be thinking, but hang on, how is tax payable going to be less than the tax offset on this income? Well, the tax payable is calculated based on uh, relevant small business income, but don't forget that an individual taxpayer has other sources of income and losses. For example, rental property deductions, negatively geared rental properties. Uh, so the small business income, you may have a tax liability of $800 related to that income, but if you have rental property losses that reduces your overall tax payable, you might find that you can't quite claim the whole $800. Now there are different types of income that we're talking about when we're talking about this measure. So what are those different types that we need to worry about? Sure. Now very broadly, um, the, the offset is going to be calculated as 5% of tax payable on what they call total net small business income. Now that's quite a mouthful, but <laughs> basically that, that is the sum of two different things. So the first one is the individual's net small business income, which is basically the, the small business income they make as a small business entity, as a sole trader. Secondly, uh, it's also the tax payable on their share of net small business income of the trust or the partnership like we were talking about before. And what is net small business income is basically the accessible income that relates to carrying on a small business, less allowable deductions that are attributable to that income. So whether it's the individual or the trust or the partnership, um, any income and deductions related specifically to carrying on that small business will be included in the calculation, but not, for example, things like um, investments in shares and rental properties and what have you that don't relate to your business. Okay. Yeah, so, so in a nutshell, you know, you the most common examples you might have a, a trust for example and and that trust might be deriving uh, business income so it might have a business but it might also have an investment property or some other form of investments on the side so the only income that we're concentrating on here is the income derived from that business uh, in, in this calculation or in, in this particular definition okay what about miners and non-residents and even trustees what's happening there well uh, there's some special rules for um, miners so yeah. basically with miners... Because the, the one thing with miners, uh, Nathan, is that they are taxed at the top marginal rate or they're mm -hmm. taxed punitively because, uh, you know, in the past people have been uh, distributing income to miners uh, yep. and, and trying to access the tax rate threshold. That's no longer allowed. So, so with miners, there's a special rule whereby you, the miner themselves need to be actively involved in the business. Okay. And so that, that income from, from that business... Uh, needs to be attributed, which is attributed to, to them, has to be from their participation in that, that business, to put it loosely. Yes, yes, that's correct. Now, in terms of um, non-residents or more, more broadly international tax considerations, because these days we are all about transacting uh, across the borders, mm -hmm. there's not just Australia anymore. That's right. Um, even small businesses are able to, to conduct business overseas, uh, inbound and outbound. So basically, um, this offset isn't available to only Australian tax residents. You can be a non-resident. Now, foreign residents for tax purposes are taxed on Australian source income in Australia. So if they have if they have small business income, they have an Australian source and there's Australian tax payable on that income, then 
technically speaking, yes, they can qualify for this offset. And likewise, Australian tax residents who are taxed on worldwide income, if they're deriving relevant small business income from overseas, like you, they, they might be doing online sales or something like that, then that foreign income is very much eligible for this tax offset. Yeah, so you can still sit in the Bahamas and still get this, this life percentage sure, scan. absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, in terms of trustees, um, many trustees are individuals. And even though this offset is available to individuals, you have to you have to be claiming this offset in your capacity as an individual taxpayer. So if you're if you're doing uh, if you have tax payable in your capacity as a trustee, you're not eligible for this offset. Yeah, and I think I think the law, you know, the uh, the, the EM makes that very clear. Mm-hmm. Now this bill is before the House of Representatives, so it's yet to be enacted into law, and that's probably a couple of months away at least, but it will re- apply retrospectively. Yeah, it will apply from 1 July 15. That's um, what was announced in the actual budget. So so we're, we're hopeful that in its current form, if it does get passed, we'll, we'll see it as, as it is, but um, we'll have to wait for the spring sitting of, of Parliament to see how far it goes through. So the practical outtake from that is that, assuming that the law goes through as it is um, in the next sitting, it will be applicable from the 2016 income year, in other words, the current financial year. Mm-hmm. So when you do your 2016 tax return, and I know we're all very excited about that because most of us haven't even done our 2015 <laughs> yeah, returns. That's right. But, when, but for your sole traders and people who receive income from trusts and partnerships that are small businesses, just keep your mind on it when you're doing your 2016 tax return because you may very well be eligible for up to $1,000 tax discount. Yeah, so your mate should be quite excited yes, about starting right. his, yeah. his starting business. Yeah, business. this income here, he should, should yeah. be eligible. I know, I know he is. That's fantastic. Okay. Is there anything else we'd like to add before we close up? Okay, this has been Tax Rate episode 36. Join us next week for episode 37. See ya. See ya.